1: Welcome back to Turf Show Times Radio, the podcast. I'm Kenneth Arthur with me, as always, Wayne Didasco of TurfShowTimes.com. And this is the Instant Reaction Show. And thankfully, it is not the last Instant Reaction Show of the season. Hopefully, the Rams have three more. But we get at least one more that'll come next week uh, after playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the third time in the last two years. Uh, But tonight, the first playoff Monday night football game, the Rams defeat the Arizona Cardinals 34 to 11. Essentially never a contest. Um, The Rams didn't give up any points in the first half and uh, just took such a big lead. But more so than that, it, it never felt like the Cardinals could do anything. And games do tend to balance out. Sometimes I'll see a game and often if a team doesn't do anything in the first half, you can just tell like things aren't necessary. They get a couple of bad breaks or uh, the the defense, you know, was uh, making some like incredible plays that wouldn't necessarily be expected to be repeatable, but there, there was nothing that Arizona could do in that first half. And that pretty much continued in the second half. So the Rams, did easily defeat the Arizona Cardinals, a team that at this point has lost five of the last six games, um, only defeating the Dallas Cowboys, who got bounced in the first round of the playoffs two. And the Cardinals uh, could be an interesting case study for just how much uh, optimism, hope, and belief that franchise truly has and the fans truly have. And Cliffs Kingsbury and Kyler Murray repeating next season, going into next season, because if the Cardinals can fall apart to this degree, just because of DeAndre Hopkins, that is too much pressure on one receiver. And speaking of which the Rams didn't really need to go to Cooper cup at all until the fourth quarter, uh, just to help close out the game essentially as like a running back and just giving him the ball to help close out the game and get first downs. But Blaine, what was your uh, main takeaway here for why the Rams were so easily able to defeat the Cardinals?
0: Uh, well, they played a great game all around, but I think uh, the thing that sticks out first and foremost is the defensive line. Um, and I think like you're talking about the way that the Cardinals fell apart, I think had a lot to do with the, the pressure that uh, Kyler Murray operated under all game. Um, and uh, we saw it right from the beginning, kind of like the week 14 matchup, how that game started with an Aaron Donald sack started and ended. That way in week 14 Um, seemed like that just carried over this game that Cardinals had no solutions for the pressure up front uh, which was great uh, because given the um, the depth players that were required to step in in the secondary uh, safeties Terrell Burgess and Nick Scott um, I think it made it easier on that secondary uh, to do their job and and they did great for what they were called to do uh, but got a lot of assistance from the pressure up front.
1: They, um, really did make it life difficult for Kyler Murray, 19 of 34, 137 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions sacked two times and the Cardinals brushed 18 times for 61 yards and a touchdown to James Connor. But that was late in the game, uh, or when the game was certainly out of reach, close to out of reach for Arizona, um, the, Cardinals really looked uh, pretty terrible. What, what would be your evaluation um, for looking ahead at Arizona next season? Because this was a team that was the last undefeated team in the NFL when they were 7-0. and um, They were 10-2 and at one point in first place in the NFC, in first place in the NFC West, of course. And the Rams were looking up at them. And now here they are, similar to the Seahawks. Last season, you know, at one point, the Rams were looking up at the Seahawks and then in the playoffs in the wild card round, uh, easily defeat the Seahawks. And now they do it to the Cardinals and look where the Seahawks now are now seven and 10, not in the playoffs. Uh, and as they were a team, that was no match and they, for the Rams, they didn't make any changes. What would be your evaluation on the Arizona Cardinals? Um, and, and sort of like wrapping up their season going all the way from 37, 20, In week four, when Arizona blew away the Rams uh, to these last two games.
0: I think it's, uh, you know, a little bit like um, what the Rams look like when we're struggling up front. Their offensive line, I think, um, should be an area to be addressed uh, in the offseason. I think that was one of the big weaknesses today. Uh, but they also struggled covering our receivers today for the little that we had to throw. So I think uh, up front, uh, when Kyler Murray is not able to, you know, when the defense does a good job keeping Kyler Murray in the pocket, um, it just collapses on him. And so when he's not able to evade and, and run the ball like he, like he can or extend plays like he can, um, the, normal, uh, the normal pocket just is, uh, isn't there for him. So I think the offensive line would be an area to address for sure. Uh, I'm not sure if JJ Watts going to return or how much of an effect he's going to continue to have for them. So um, I would look for maybe the the line on both ends would be an area of concern uh, to me.
1: If you uh, were looking at, and we'll see how the 49ers unfold uh, Mm -hmm. next week. But uh, if you're looking at the NFC West next season, setting aside the Rams, Um, assuming that the Seahawks eh, return uh, Russell Wilson and the 49ers uh, do whatever they do, you know, uh, and you've got the Cardinals. um, Where where do you think you would rank those three teams uh, for next season? Well,
0: I think um, the, Seahawks are the big, are the big sort of wild card, I guess. Um, a big question mark to see what's going to happen with those guys. If that's you know if they're not going to hit a complete uh, reset, uh, so they might be. I'd say four, and then the the way the 49ers are finishing finishing up, they're looking strong. If they you know uh, figure out either if Garoppolo is going to be you know the guy for them, or or uh, switching gears to Trey Lance might make it more of a question mark for those guys. But otherwise I think that the Niners look strong, man. I mean, Debo Samuel is, you know, he's, he's an, you know, he, he's a talent, you know, he's, I think he's a force like he showed again in this wild card round. Um, so I, I think it'd have to go, you know, for next year, Rams, Niners, uh, Cardinals with Seahawks um, big question mark. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair. And uh, I think it's just, it's okay to now sort of put the rest of the NFC West except for the 49ers at this point put the uh put the Cardinals to bed um and um just sort of put the whole game I think the wild card game uh, that happened tonight behind us because I, I don't know that there's much to be learned from this uh yeah the Cardinals played terrible they looked pretty terrible going into the playoffs the Rams right. played really well um And that'll be different facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, next week. It'll just be um, a team that, unlike Arizona, has a ton of playoff experience and a lot of recent playoff experience, of course. So it's going to be a whole different ballgame. Beating Tom Brady in the regular season obviously is not the same as beating him in the playoffs. So. Mm We'll see what happens there uh, for the Rams. One thing, of course, that they want every single week and every single game is a strong performance by the offensive line. And uh, tonight, Andrew Whitworth. You know, oh. there were a couple of times where Andrew Whitworth's name came up, and it just made me, uh, I think, res- like every. It just made me realize, and I always do, just like how much I respect Andrew Whitworth because mm-hmm. you know, at one point, he gets rolled on, and he they go, he misses a snap or a play or whatever because they're checking out from injury, and. Mm-hmm it's so rare that he goes over to the sideline that uh, I, I just remember thinking like, he'll be back. You know, it's like, there were, I never had any concern. Like if the, if they asked him, you know, to cut off a toe to get back in the game, I'm like, <laughs> Oh, he probably would do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so I was like, yeah, I guess he'll be back. And he came back. And then when he got a penalty, somehow I felt like I owed him an apology. Like we should all apologize <laughs> to him. Like, Hey, sorry about that. We must've done something wrong for you to get a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts on the offensive line tonight? Cause uh, their, their names did come up a few times.
0: Yeah, penalties were, I think we had too many penalties today. Uh, you know, I think Cam Akers especially had some, uh, some big plays. They got called back due to the holding. So I think uh, too many penalties tonight. Uh, but outside of the penalties, I think the offensive line had a, had a great night, mostly in the run game. The run game was stellar tonight uh, with um, uh, Michelle and Cam Akers uh, combining for almost uh, yeah, over 100 yards uh, combined. So the run game looked great tonight. Uh, I think, you know, obviously what was missing in week 18, what's going to be needed next week. Um, I think the play, the play calling supported that. So um, like you said, the Cardinals didn't put up much resistance, but otherwise we got to see nice balanced play calling, backed up with the execution. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, the, the offensive line looked great. Cam makers helped. I think, you know, it's great to see Cam makers out there. Um, A nice combination with Sony Michelle, the the more stronger, straightforward power runner. Uh, But it is nice to have uh, the slasher back that can make the first guy miss and obviously help make the O-line look better in that regard.
1: You know, another reason that it's like you can almost not discount tonight's game, but just like realize how much of an outlier it is. Matthew Stafford had 17 pass attempts, you know. Yeah. I was I'm looking right now for the last time Matthew Stafford had even less than 20 pass yep. attempts. Uh and you have to go back many years. You have to go mm-hmm. back maybe we're getting into career low territory here. Mm-hmm. Uh with 17 pass attempts. So this is such an odd game for Matthew, I mean not even close. This is like the lowest yep. of his career by far.
0: Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Um yeah, so 17 pass attempts. He does go 13 to 17, 202 yards. Um, uh, and we saw a few plays there, like I said, from Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr. Though uh, c- catching the touchdown seems like him and Stafford, especially on that play, um, had good chemistry, having developing better chemistry. Uh, thoughts on OBJ uh, tonight, next week facing the Bucks, and uh, and getting more into the rhythm of whether or not he will be. Um, a player necessary to target as a re-signing?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, um, he's proving his worth. I think that's, um, you know, we talked about in the previous podcast, you know, the, the credit that has to be given to the front office for bringing these guys in uh, and taking a chance. But uh, this, this gamble has paid off so far. Um, and especially in the postseason, you know, if if only in the postseason, where you know these guys, especially Von Miller, who's got the postseason experience, you know, are supposed to contribute at least in the sort of strategic or leadership way, um, they're doing even more, right? Von Miller with the sack tonight, and Odell Beckham Jr. with the big night. Um, so I think um, all is good as far as Odell Beckham Jr.'s the the trade and his value. Um, I think it was a, a big show. The way that Cooper Cup, you know, didn't really get um, involved directly until the second half. I think um, that and the fact that we got the running backs involved, Stafford's, you know, low pass count, all of that, um, I think contributed to the fact that um, you know uh, when we forced the, the game through Cooper Cup too much, the Rams have gotten in trouble that way. So I think today was the opposite of that. Seeing what it looks like when we, you know, when we spread the ball out to Tyler Higbee, uh, to Odell Beckham Jr., um, and uh, proved effective tonight. So um, it's great to see, especially since we're going to need all hands on deck going up against the Buccaneers. Um, but yeah, for those that were wondering what Odell can bring at this point in his career and with this team, uh, this was this was the, the demonstration, and he did fantastic. This is not the first time we saw him hook up with Stafford on a perfectly thrown fade and perfect execution by... Odell Beckham. Um, and uh, he got a 40 yard uh, pass completion to his own. So a uh, great game from Odell Beckham. I think we see more of it moving forward.
1: Yeah. It's um, really interesting to think of uh, what, because uh, I wrote an article today just sort of mm-hmm. about how important it is to have depth. And I, yep. I did highlight the skill players, but it is true of any position and, and bringing in, I mean, the Rams have Von Miller. I mean, it's just like a fact that all of a sudden is true that all of a sudden the Rams have uh, Von Miller added to the defense and um, the amount of uh, respect that people had for Von Miller as sort of uh, an influence in a locker room and a playoff situation, as you alluded to um, that veteran leadership. And then all of a sudden he's a part of the Rams. I mean, these are, any little thing you can do to defeat Tom Brady, who is trying to make his 12th Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. anything you can do that definitely adding von Miller uh, is one of the good things. Um, speaking of Tom Brady, I do let's talk about the bucks a little bit for this season. These are teams that uh, the Rams and the Bucks, I feel like this is a dream for the NFL, Roger Goodell to have a playoff game. Featuring these two teams, so many star players um, just jammed into this one game and the Bucks finished first in passing touchdowns with Tom Brady. The Rams finished second in passing touchdowns with Matthew Stafford. So maybe we should expect some passing touchdowns. Um, one potential issue, maybe, uh, depending on the personnel available, uh, it seems like maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are better at stopping passing touchdowns than the Rams have been this season. Um, but if LA is able to, um, repeat the type of performance that they had tonight on Monday against the Cardinals, especially, uh, as Blaine, you say the defensive line performance and Aaron Donald, who looked mad and mean tonight as ever Um, to go there. I mean, these guys are dying for the chance. I mean, Aaron Donald dying for the chance to get a second chance to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. Um, Von Miller would love to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Again, another guy who has to get some revenge against Tom Brady in the playoffs from the AFC championship game back in 2017. So all these guys getting their second chances at Tom Brady and Tom Brady getting his second chance to win a Super Bowl with pretty much this entire roster around him, Sans Antonio Brown. Um, yeah. The Bucks second in scoring offense, second in total offense, First in pass attempts, 31st in rushing attempts. So that's the balance of the Tampa Bay offense. Fifth in net yards for pass attempts, first in passing yards, 15th in yards for carry. And um, that's sort of just starting there with the offense, the Bucs 13 and four, including that loss to the Rams 34, 24 in week three. And the teams are, you know, slightly different because as we said with the Rams have added a number of players, they didn't have cam Akers Then cam Akers was a huge part of the game plan tonight. The Rams did have Deshaun Jackson. Then he had three catches for 120 yards and a touchdown in that game. Uh, Cooper cup, nine catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Higby, five catches for 40 yards and a touchdown in that game. And the Rams, will be facing a, a Tampa Bay team that uh, didn't have Antonio Brown that day anyway. So they won't have him uh, this time around. Um, and they're kind of questionable there with trust, Tristan Wirfs, the right tackle could be a game time decision. What do you remember about that win over the bucks, both this year and last season in Tampa Bay on Monday night football? Um, and how much do you think that is useful information going into next weekend?
0: Um, it, you know, useful information. It is and it isn't. I mean, more so, you know, last season. Uh, last season, what I remember is obviously uh, Jordan Fuller having his big game, taking two interceptions from Tom Brady. So I uh, was looking for some of that in our in the first meeting this season. Jordan Fuller is not going to be playing in this next matchup. Uh, but um so that's what I remember about last last year this season uh, I remember you know where the key is to get you know throw off Tom Brady's timing to get the pressure on him, hopefully like we did today with Kyler Murray um being able to stop the run game uh was vital to our first meetup um and then I think uh yeah it's gonna it's a different team for the Rams, a bit of a given you know a bit of a wash with. Well, I don't know. We lose Deshaun Jackson, kind of replace him with Odell Beckham Jr. I say a wash, but it's probably you know it's 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 a benefit to the Rams. I think it's an upgrade, uh, Odell, and adding Von Miller, so it's a different team than it was for the Rams in Week Three, uh, but not so much different in the you know as far as additions for the Buccaneers. Maybe just you know by subtraction without Leonard Fournette, maybe without their tackle. Mm uh, due to injury. Um, so, you know, all signs, uh, point to maybe more advantage to the Rams other than the first meetup was at SoFi. This meetup will be in Tampa Bay. Uh, but otherwise given the week three meetup and the way we, the Rams performed in the wild card round, uh, the Rams got to feel good going into Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah. I think this is about as, uh, as fortunate as the Rams could have possibly hoped to be, I mean, if, if the Rams had beaten the 49ers in week 18, they'd be hosting another game. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's only if, you know, of course, that's another alternate timeline where they would have to uh, beat the Eagles instead, which Mm -hmm. seems like they could have done that too. But um, overall, yeah, it's like, uh, this is a pretty good road for the Rams, even though it is Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady also doesn't get to the Super Bowl half of the time. So, uh that's that's uh, something good and and we also know that um yeah, the Rams have played well against Tampa Bay. Uh would be surprising if it was uh at least, you know, not a close game, you know, but um the Bucs lost to the Rams this season. They got swept by the Saints. Tom Brady, I don't think he's beaten the Saints in the regular season uh with the Bucks. Uh and lost to the Washington football team, which is the Washington uh, was such a random team this season there, but uh, lost to the Washington football team there. And so, yeah, like you said, Jordan Fuller's multiple interceptions, that would be a good thing to see uh, the Rams do because that has been the biggest struggle, of course, for uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks this past season is uh, when they turned the ball over multiple times. They rarely win, as most teams don't. So uh, as long as the Rams are able to hold on to the ball uh, in lieu of that, so that would be uh, positive. That's it. Uh, Blaine, before we get out of here, make sure everyone to go follow Blaine on Twitter, at Blaine Didasco, D-Y-D-A-S-C-O. What is your uh, final thought here for the rams defeating the cardinals on super wild card monday um what is uh, your your final takeaway for going into another rams divisional round playoff game the third in the last four years
0: uh, congratulations to matthew stafford for getting the old uh, playoff victory monkey off of his back Um, but uh, what a ride it would be if it doesn't stop here and uh, his first playoff victory takes him further. So uh, looking forward to another complete game in Tampa Bay.
1: Complete game, yeah. This has been – that was what sort of – it really was, was just sort of a a very complete win over a team that uh, used to be good, Um, but at this point uh, it is the Rams who are good. That's it for this episode of Turf Show Times the Radio, the podcast. Uh, subscribe for more episodes, including this week as we preview some more of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.